Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for Kane DuPage in Kendall Counties. And um, I wanted to kind of conclude the, the, the short little series here that we've been talking about pruning in the, in the home landscape um, with the, the third technique, which is called heading back. I've covered in detail now rejuvenation, which is really starting all over. And renewal pruning, which is recovering your plants in a gradual way over a number of seasons. And then the, the, the third one here, as I mentioned, is, uh, is heading back cuts. And, and uh, while rejuvenation won't really require any sort of heading back cuts, you, because you've taken the plant to the ground, as you do renewal pruning, where you remove a portion of those branches every year, um, you're still going to have some branches, some existing branches present. Uh, oftentimes when the when the shrubs have been uh, very um, pruned very hard and and there's a lot of the branches present they quickly begin to rely on one another for support now in renewal pruning as we begin we begin to remove some of those older support branches if you will uh, the younger branches haven't developed their strength yet to stand on their own and have a tendency then maybe to lean out or lean over uh, look rather weak and weepy, um, and this is where the heading back cuts come into play. Uh, you So you've already removed a third of that plant uh, with your renewal pruning cuts. You've got some older branches left, but you also have those younger, a lot of those younger branches present, and they're the ones that are drooping over. So the heading back cuts are really uh, pruning cuts that are directed at those uh, younger branches that you've left. They're just at this point long and leggy and don't have the diameter and the structural strength to hold themselves up completely. Uh, so the idea of uh, heading back cuts are, um, are to, to, to help return that younger bit of growth to a more natural shape, uh, to lessen the weight on uh, younger branches that again have been supported by those older branches over a number of seasons. So that's the intent of, of uh, heading back cuts. And and besides just taking some of the weight off of the branch so that the branch comes back up a little more upright, um, you are also beginning to control some of the height um, of, of that shrub as well. So that's, that's the intent anyway, and that's what we're trying to do. Uh, a, a bit more on uh, heading back cuts when you when you're looking at that one branch that's too long and leggy it's important uh, to consider where you do make the cut in the canopy um, you want to make any pruning cut you make in in any canopy in a tree or a shrub uh, back to a smaller branch back to a bud back to some other growth point that will allow the plant to push the food that would have otherwise been going to the branch that you removed or the portion of the branch that you removed into a natural growing point so that when you're done pruning and the regrowth happens, the regrowth looks normal. It looks natural. It won't uh, uh, be something that's out of character or squirt out way higher than the rest of the shrub that would require additional pruning. So you're trying to uh, uh, manage those growth points by where you, where you prune. The other part about uh, heading back cuts should be that should be considered is that you are are um, 
making those cuts throughout the entire canopy. You just don't make them at one level, three and a half feet tall. You make them a couple at the top, a couple well into the canopy, a couple in the middle, so that as it, you get regrowth, that new growth is coming from a variety of growing points, providing a much more natural looking appearance to the to the shrub that you're trying to uh, bring back into uh, a, a more natural shape and look. And that's why we're doing all this pruning uh, to begin with is to hopefully um, within uh, say a, 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 the we've done the renewal pruning now we need to do just a little bit more directed at that new growth to help the plant retain its natural shape to retain potentially some flower buds in there so that you have some bloom anyway those are the kind of the things uh, kinds of the kinds of the things we're after when you are making those cuts within the canopy how you make the cut impacts which direction the branches are grow, are going to go. So if uh, you want to make the cut so that the little branch that you leave is growing outwards or the bud that you leave means the, the branch that's going to form out of that bud is going to grow to the outer part of the canopy. You don't want branches growing into the interior to become structurally a problem later on because, because that is going to cause rubbing and uh, uh, damage to the branches that are left. So uh, where you prune in the canopy and the direction you leave the bud is, is very important. Vary the height of the cuts uh, and make sure the direction of the cut means that the bud that you leave or the branch that you leave is going to grow outwards and, and not inwards. So that's a little bit, of, a little bit more about uh, uh, making those kind of heading back cuts. Uh, in all of these kinds of prunings that I've talked about, uh, renewal, uh, renovation, and now heading back, uh, a, a different pair of pruners or loppers might be necessary, but, but typically uh, for heading back cuts, we're not into wood that's so thick that you wouldn't that you couldn't use a pair of hand pruners. Occasionally, uh, long-handled loppers are necessary just because of the diameter of the branch. If it's an older shrub, a bigger shrub, one of these traditional plants that's, that naturally wants to be maybe 8 to 15 feet tall, those branches may require the, a bigger pruner to accommodate the diameter of that older branch. But for the most part, we're talking about using hand pruners. Uh, the next move is again would be a kind of a short handled or long handled loppers. And if necessary at times, maybe even a small handsaw uh, in order to make the cuts, uh, cuts properly. Um, there are good and uh, better or worse pruners, if you will. The bypass pruners do a much better job on younger wood with a, and with the, where the cut's made, you're not damaging the, the branch that you're leaving uh, so that there's no further injury to the branch. So that's a good thing. Um, if you're doing this in a tree, doing some heading back cuts to clean up some uh, growth that shouldn't have been there or got too vigorous over the years, uh, we might jump to and use something called a pole pruner or a pole saw. And these are great because they're essentially they're long-handled pruners or long-handled saws. And we get to stay on the ground and, and do our, our uh, heading back cuts that way uh, where it's safe to be on the ground rather than on the stepladder or some other jury-rigged structure that we may have, may have put together. You know, dragging over the picnic table chair may not be the best approach to gaining another two or three feet in cutting height. Uh, so uh, the hand, the pole pruners or pole saws work work pretty well in that regard. Uh, 
so anything you can do to prune that tree uh, and not be on a ladder, I guess, is, is a good thing. Um, so that's the intent of uh, heading back cuts on trees and shrubs. You're regaining the natural shape, increasing vigor and the bloom show. That's what we're, we're certainly after. And all three of these methods, whether it's renewal, whether it's rejuvenation or the heading back cuts, is returning the plant to its natural size and shape. You're going to encourage its natural growth habit, which is why typically we have bought these things to begin with because we like how they looked at the garden center, and we should encourage that kind of growth uh, in our home landscape. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. It's been a pleasure, and I'll be talking with everybody again next week.